morning, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day. We continue on Pei Beya, the fourth chapter, page 33a, on the top, second line. It says in the Mishnah, hey, look at Mishnah, you're not allowed to use a piece of wood to support a pot. Same is true with the door. Because you're only allowed to use wood on Yamte for kindling. You can't use it for anything else. The mother asked, but that looks like it You think with a door? If you use a door to support a pot, it's going to break. <laughs> you can use a door to support a pot. Or, what's wrong with using a door? A door is a, is a utensil. Why can't I use it? It's not a piece of wood. It's not going to support it. It's a full-fledged, it's a full-fledged uh, utensil. I can use it. Why can't I use it? says, He's saying that just like you can't use a piece of wood to support the pot, you can't use a piece of wood to support the door. Maybe use it as a door stopper because the wood could only be used for kindling. The rabbis learn in the because you're not allowed to support a pot with a piece of wood, and so to support the door. Wood was only given to be used for kindling. says, Yes, you are allowed to. Because he doesn't hold a muktzah. Why aren't you allowed to? Because wood was only designated to be used for kindling. That's what you have in mind. Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold a muktzah. He says he could use it. Hey, my niggas have beyond the end. The mission says you're not allowed to lead the animals with a stick beyond it. says you are allowed. Why allowed to use it because the stick is not muksa. Just like his father, Rab Shimon. According to Rab Yehuda, you're only allowed to use wood for kindling. You can understand why you can't use the stick to lead the animal. It's only only the only usage it's allowed. He had in mind it was designated for us to use as a kindling for fire, not for any other usage. Rab Shimon doesn't hold the muksas. I can use wood for anything. I can use it to support a pot, I can use it to support a door, I can surely use it to lead animals. And Abelazar follows his father's opinion. Like he might have No, no, it has nothing to do. This, there's another reason, nothing to do with Muksa. Even Abshimon would say you're not allowed to lead the animals with a staff, with a stick. Why? The Mexic man does because it has the appearance I'm taking it to the marketplace. It has the appearance that I'm taking it to the marketplace, which I'm, I'm doing business with it, which you're not allowed to do. That's why it's forbidden. And Abelazah disagrees. He says that you, you don't have to worry. No one would think that he's going to take it to the marketplace. The reason why Chinga, the marketplace is called Chinga, Chinga literally means a circle. If people go around in the marketplace, so it's like a Chinga. That you go and going around, like you're going in circles. Mm-hmm. So, so he says it looks like you're going to the marketplace, and Abelazar is not worried about it. Okay. That's why he says you are alive. Mothers continues.
Chizra. Chizra is a branch which has a sharp edge. One side has a sharp edge. You can use it as, as a spear. Other than kindling. Yeah, you can use it as a spear. No, for, no, for, for, for barbecuing. So you, use it as, you can use it as a spear to stick it into the meat and to barbecue it. You cannot use it in Yom as long as he, if he didn't prepare it from before Yom He didn't designate it before Yom It's Muktz. But Avshesh is sorry, and Avshesh says you are allowed to use it. Uh-huh. So Yomar says, what are they arguing about? If the branch, if the stick is wet, that I can't use it for kindling, even Avshesh would say I can't use it. It's Muktz. Keep Ligi, what are they arguing? If it's dry. So technically, I could use it for kindling. Manda also the one who would have nothing says you're not allowed to use it to to barbecue, to use it to, to, as a as a as a spear to roast it. Amalach, kilonit neitzim alasaka because I can only use it for kindling. I can't use it for any other purpose. Manda started of sheish says you are allowed to. Amalach, he'll tell you. What difference does it make? It's, it, it, I'm going to use it for kindling, to throw it into the flame. I'm going to use it uh, as a to stick the to stick the wood into the into the meat, to roast it, to barbecue it. What's the difference? It's designated for that. So it's the same. It's the same. It's the same purpose. Yeah. the others say it's the exact opposite. the wood is dry. Everyone holds you allowed. Even Nachman would say you're allowed. Because what's the difference? It's designated for kindling, for barbecuing, for roasting. What's the difference if I use it by throwing it directly into the fire, or I, or I, or I use it as a as a spit to to hold the the the, the meat the, while I'm barbecuing? So it's no everyone holds I'm allowed. I would be allowed to keep leaky. When are they arguing with the tips if it's moist, it's wet? I can't use it for fire to kindle. Man, the Ozram Nachman says lechadulas I can't use it for fire. For kindling, says you are allowed to use it even if it's wet. We'll tell you, Yes, it is used for kindling. It's a gigantic fire. If the if it's a little moist, it doesn't matter. The fire is so big that it'll, it'll consume the wood, and the wood will be beneficial. What's the halacha? The is the dry kindling is allowed. Either because we followed Avshesh's or because everyone holds that when it's dry is allowed, it's kindling. Because it's good for kindling, so what difference if I use it as a spit? Yeah. The tips are awesome, but if it's wet, it's prohibited. Either because everyone holds or if it's wet, it's moist, it's prohibited. Or because we follow like Rab Nachman that says that right now it's not for kindling because most flames, I can't use it for kindling. Darish Rav expounded, each release comes with eight and little wood. A woman is not allowed to go in to the um, woodshed. the woodshed to take to take like a spit wood to, 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 to take a piece of wood to um, rake the coals why? because I can only use wood for kindling not for any other purpose wood. how about a a piece of wood that I prepared before Yom and broke I can't use it now. It's only good for kindling. I can't use it for kindling. Why? Like we learned, you could only use kindling a vessel. That's not muktzah. 
broken vessels that when Yom Tov started it was intact, and then the broken Yom Tov it's Muxa. Since when Yom Tov started, right. why? Why no? Because the kalim I could use. It wasn't Muxa. But 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 it, it's like a new situation. It's Neuland, something new, a new situation. It gave birth to a new situation. Now that the vessel broke on Yom Tov, now I have broken a broken vessel. It's only goes to the kindling, but it's a new situation. So it was it wasn't part, it wasn't it was out of mind. So I can't use it. It's mux. I can't use it on Yom Tov for fire. I want to You want to say the Rav who says I can't take wood from the woodshed. That mux is prohibited. It's forbidden. Maybe Rav said to his beetle, to his gabai, barbecue roast for me. A geese, some some goose who should stay meal and throw its stomach to the cat. <laughs> According to Rabbi Huda, I would not be allowed to throw its stomach to the cat. Because yesterday the bird was designated for human consumption, not for animals. Now that you slaughter the animal, now it's a new situation. You gave birth to a new situation. Now I have the stomach, which I'm not going to eat. No human's going to eat. I can throw it to the animal, but it wasn't. It's a new situation. So according to Rabbi Huda, it's mukta. Like Rabbi Huda holds, an animal that dies on Shabbos, I can't feed it to the dog. Because it was prepared for human consumption, not prepared for animal consumption. And a human being can't take it, can't touch it, move it, because it's, we don't eat those parts. Those parts of the of the of the uh, geese of the, uh, that we don't eat, we can't use. So you, so you can't move it. It's only for animals, right? But it says awesome. They no. So you see, Rabbi doesn't hold like Rabbi Huda. He clearly holds like a Shimon. But answer no, awesome. There by the stomach, even the master. Since. It smells. If he leaves it, if he can't touch it, if he's just going to leave the stomach, it's going to decompose. So therefore, when he designated yesterday, he had in mind he's going to slaughter the animal. He also had in mind that he's going to get rid of all the parts that he can't eat. He's not going to eat. He can't eat. He's going to give it to the cats so they should consume it to remove it. So otherwise, it's going to smell up the whole house. Right. Okay. Next mission is says, person is allowed to take like a toothpick, a piece of wood that's in front of him in order to pick his teeth, clean his teeth. He's allowed to make a pile of straw and little, little, um, like toothpicks, little pieces of wood from the courtyard and he can use it as kindling. Why? Anything that's in the courtyard is prepared. You designated it, you had your mind on it to use it. When the time comes, you're only allowed to gather a pile of straw and wood, what's in front of him, and the kindle. But not to use to pick his teeth or any other usage. Because wood is only allowed to be used on Yom Tov kindle. Only what's in front of you, not in the courtyard. But in the courtyard, even for kindling, you're not allowed to use it. Because a person does not have a mind on the wood, on the little pieces of wood, twigs and wood that's in the courtyard. Because they're very small. 
They're not. It's, it's it's a big bother to gather, collect all the little twigs. It's not the. It's not practical to use it as for kindlings. Therefore, he divorced his mind from it. It's not his mind is not set on it. Therefore, it's mukt. So they argue in Abelazar in both laws. Abelazar says I can take what's in front of me and use it to clean my teeth. And the rabbi said, No, I'm only allowed to use wood, touch wood and shan yamtiv in order to kindling. And then Abelazar says I can gather the twigs in my courtyard and use it for kindling. And the rabbi said, No, only what's in front of you in your house, but not what's in the out there in the courtyard. You can gather little twigs and use it for kindling. Mishnah continues. You're not allowed to create a fire, strike a match and create a fire on Yamtah. By rubbing woods together. Rubbing stones together. Or rubbing against the earth. From tiles. Certain certain types of hardened wood, earth you can produce sparks or tiles that became hot and they could ignite combustible materials so you're not allowed to start a fire on Shabbos you're allowed to from an existing flame that's why any fire you're using you has to be from an existing flame but you're not allowed to start a fire because it's Nailah that's giving birth creating a new situation and that's Muqs you're not allowed Sometimes you can get fire out of water. In a clear glass. You put it under the bright sun, it will act as a lens and focus the sun's rays. Yeah. When you put a straw next to the glass, it can ignite. Yeah. As children, I'm sure you, we all tried all this. You're not allowed to heat up the tiles, whiten the tiles, heat up the tiles until they become white hot. To, in order to barbecue, barbecue on them. Use the tiles to barbecue. That's the mission. Mother will explain. Amir Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, we continue on side B, 33 B. Animal food, animal fodder. For example, straw or twigs. I'm allowed to cut it off and to fix it. And use it to, to clean my teeth. It's not like I'm fixing a utensil. Because it's, it's, it's twigs, it's straw. It's, it's, it's. Since it's soft enough for the animal to eat, any fixing, any trimming, anything you do, you trim it to make it into a toothpick, it won't last. So it's not considered like I made a utensil, I made something of value. Ace, I'll ask you a question. Ace, I've come to have a good. I've come to have a good. We learn the Brahis and the Talton, lots of Ben, you're allowed to move. You're allowed to move spices in order to, to for its aroma, the smell. Well, the Hunter Ben Lechela. What? Yeah, on Shabbos to smell them, and to wave them before a sick person who needs the ear. Yeah. You can roll it in between your fingers and to stimulate the fragrance and smell it. Yeah. You're not allowed to like cut it, clip yeah. it, to smell it. Yeah. You cut it. If you went ahead and did it, cut it, have a loss. It's prohibited, but you're exempt. There's no punishment. Yeah. It's rabbinically prohibited. Biblically, it's not a problem. 
because you didn't fix any utensil. You just cut the stick to increase its fragrance. You didn't really fix anything. The rabbis say that you're not allowed. Even though when you cut it, you can use it as a toothpick. So if you had a mind to, to form a toothpick, then you would be liable biblically. But here, his intent was just to release the fragrance. That was his intent. But therefore, you didn't, you didn't violate anything biblically. You didn't form or shape anything. You didn't create a vessel, a utensil. So it's only, only rabbinically prohibited. Because if you allow this, you may come to cut and to form something that is useful and it would be biblically prohibited. But what if you're not allowed to cut to cut to make a toothpick? If you went ahead and did it, then you're liable because you created the toothpick, created something. That's a utensil, something. So we see clearly... That, that even to, to make a toothpick is considered fixing a vessel. So much so, you're liable on Shabbos, you get stoned to death. Rabbi would answer, Rav Kavna, Amalei, Hashtapot, Kashali. If the Brayse would say that it's exempt, biblically, but it's rabbinically prohibited, then it would be difficult. If I said you're allowed to, a b'raise which says he's even liable certainly a difficulty if, even if you would have found a b'raise that said that biblically it's okay to make a, a toothpick but rabbinically it's prohibited it would also be a question because I said you're allowed to go ahead and do it and you can go ahead and take it and cut it and, but you found even stronger question the b'raise says you're liable you, biblically you desecrated Shabbos you made a vessel so surely it's a question to me so how am I going to answer you the answer is simple. There's talking about something hard. It's not edible for animal. It's hard. So therefore, you could fashion it into a utensil. So if your intent is to make a toothpick, then it's a utensil, then you're liable. Unless your intent is not to fashion the toothpick. Your intent is only to release the fragrance or to wave away the ear, to clear the ear for, for a sick person. Then it doesn't matter. Then, biblically, you didn't, didn't do anything. I didn't, without my intention, it's not considered the utensil here. But when I said you're allowed to fashion and cut the toothpick, it's only from wood that's edible to animals. Twigs are edible to animals, meaning that it's, it's soft. How could you say that? This price says you can rub it between your fingers. If it's hard, how can you rub it between your fingers? Surely you must be talking about it soft. That's why you can rub it between your fingers and release the fragrance. And then he says, but if you cut it and your intended intention was to make it into a, into a toothpick, you're liable. But it says, the price is missing words. I have to fill in, fill in the blanks. Uh-huh. This is how you have to read it. You can rub it and you can release the fragrance and smell. And you can even cut it and release the fragrance. That's only true if it's soft. 
Ashin, but if it's hard, loyik menu, you're not allowed to cut it to release the fragrance. But if you cut it, you're exempt from biblical liability. But Avalasa, rabbinically, it's prohibited. But but if your intent was to form and fashion a toothpick, loyik many, and not allowed to cut it. If you went ahead and cut it, you're liable because it was hard, so it is liable. We learn one price. One price it says you'll cut it and you can smell it, even initial. Another price we learn you're not allowed to cut it to smell it. It's not a contradiction. If it's soft, then you're allowed to cut it even initially because it's edible. If it's soft, so therefore it's not lasting, so it's not, it's not, it's not even, it's not even, doesn't even resemble a utensil. So you're allowed to cut it, you're allowed to form it and, and fashion it to, as a toothpick, even initially. But if it's hard, then you're not allowed to. Maskavla Rabacha Bayake, Rabacha Bayake, as, Bakashi, Bakashi, Even if it's hard, why wouldn't you be allowed to? Now, why is this any different from what we learn in Shabbos? In tractate Shabbos, Shevet, Adam, Sachavis, Lechem, I'm allowed to break open a barrel to access the dry figs. So I'm allowed to break it open if it's covered, sealed. I'm allowed to, on Shabbos, break open and, and cut, it, cut it open so I can access the, the food. As long as you don't intend... To make it into a utensil. Now that it's open, it's a utensil. It has an opening, I can access it. So why is this any different? Since I'm only cutting it to smell. I'm not cutting it to make a toothpick. So if I'm only cutting it to smell, I should be allowed to even initially. Why did the rabbis make a decree and say I can't, I can't cut it? Because you may come to, to make a toothpick. No, here you say... That since I'm cutting it, cutting the barrel open because I want to access the food, not because I'm intending to make a fashion a barrel, to open the barrel, to make an opening in the barrel. I need, I have to access the food, so therefore it's allowed. So why is this any different? Why shouldn't I be allowed to cut the, the spice, the hard wood, to cut it, to release the fragrance? Because that's my intent, just to release the fragrance, to be okay. Well, another question. Both Rava, the son of Ravad, and Rav, and the son of Ravad. I guess the two brothers. They both said, Gavin and Beit Abihuda, when we were in Abihuda, when Fasha, we have a loose. He would cut. He would, he would cut the branch from a tree, a big tree. So he would take from, he would cut from a loose branch that was already cut off from the tree. And he would give us sticks. Rabbi Huda would strip off the branches. In other words, the tree was no longer rooted in the ground, so the tree was not alive. It's not connected to the ground. He would strip off the branches and give us big sticks. Even though the wood was suitable as a handle for axes and picks. So he, w- he wouldn't care, he didn't make a decree, well, if we can allow... Because his intention was to give him a stick to hold, to walk with. So he didn't make a rabbinic decree. Well, since I could use it. I could use it as a handle. 
or axes and picks, which then it would be prohibited because that would be like making a vessel, building, making a vessel. So now I should also prohibit even, even if my intent is for a different usage. But Rabbi Huda did not make such a decree. He went ahead and he initially cut. So why is this any different? Why can't I cut the dry, the dry, the spices? My intent is to release the fragrance. It should be 100% okay, even initially. Yomar says, like, Kasha, it's not a contradiction. It's actually an argument between opinion and Rabbi Lazar. The Braise that says the it's prohibited, that the rabbis banned it, that's the opinion of Rabbi Lazar. But the rabbis disagree. The Tanya, we learned the Braise. Rabbi Lazar, amen. Nate, Lazar, Kitsum, Shalafon, no Lazar, Beshino. Rabbi Lazar said, you can take our Mishnah. That's the argument. Now, Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar, and the rabbis. Rabbi Lazar says, you can take wood that's before you and use it as a toothpick. Rabbi disagree and say you can only take it from the trough of the animal. In other words, if it's soft enough for the animal to eat it, then you can initially go ahead and make a toothpick because even if you cut it and fashion it, it's not, it's not a lasting, it's soft. So it's not, it doesn't resemble even making a utensil. But if it's hard, if it's in front of you in the house, from the wood that's in the house, I can't touch it or take it or use it or fashion it or form it or shape it into a, into a toothpick. Because the rabbis prohibited it. So, so it means any wood, doesn't mean literally a trough, but any wood that's edible for the animal, you're allowed to. But otherwise, the rabbis say that all wood is only allowed to be used what it's commonly used. What's the wood commonly used for? For kindling. Therefore, exclusively, I'm only allowed to use wood for kindling. I can't use the wood that's in front of me even to pick it up. I'm not, I'm not even forming and shaping it. I'm just picking it up and you want to use it as a toothpick. I'm not allowed to touch the wood. Um, it's prohibited. Right. Because then it would be a hot touch. No, 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 not yet. No, we're talking about right now just to pick up without shaping it, just oh. to touch it. Rabbi says it's prohibited. I can only touch wood only for kindling, not for oh. cleaning my teeth. For shoving, everyone agrees. Actually, Katmenu, you're not allowed to form it and shape it. And if you went ahead and, and clipped it and cut it, you're liable. You've biblically desecrated Shabbos. If you did it intentionally on Yom Tif, say because I'm born, you get lashes. That's the opinion of even if you went ahead and, for, and shaped it and formed it, since your intent is your intent is just to clean your teeth, your intent is it's only it's only rabbinically prohibited. Why? Why? Why not? What do you mean? I'm making a vessel. It's hard, and I'm making a vessel. I'm, I'm taking. I'm make, turning it into a toothpick. But here we're talking about if you cut it with your hands. Usually you make a vessel, you cut it with a knife. Clipping it with your hand is not normal. It's not the normal way of doing it. Therefore, biblically you're exempt. It's only rabbinically prohibited. Mm-hmm.
Right. Question is, why doesn't the Brayza say, what if you do it intentionally on Shabbos so you can get stoned to death? Because on Shabbos, yeah, on Shabbos, that, that's a much more likely scenario. Unintentional. You know, it's very unlikely a person is going to give up his life for a toothpick. <laughs> the Yamtif, however, he wants to use a less common case where it's deliberate. Because there's no biblical, because if you do it unintentionally, there's no penalty at all. Uh-huh. There's no biblical penalty for unintentional, and there's no sin offering, there's nothing. So therefore, he says, in case if he does it intentionally, I'm Okay, now the Gemara explains, explains the opinions. Abelez, the Gemara explains the holds over there. Abelezer holds over there that you're liable hachapater. Abelazer. Here he holds that you're exempt, but it's prohibited. If you do it for fragrance, you're exempt because your intent is not to make a, to make a toothpick. But it's prohibited, rabbinically. Rabbis say that even if, you, even if you fashion it as a toothpick, it's only rabbinically prohibited because you're doing it with your hands. You're not fashioning it with a knife. So therefore, you're not going to make a decree to a decree. So therefore, you hold here, if you're doing it for fragrance, even initially, I'm allowed to. doesn't agree with the mission on Shabbos that a person is allowed to break open a a barrel in order to access the food, the dried figs. As long as you don't have a mind to make a keli, yeah. he doesn't hold. And even initially, so how can he say that rabbinically it's prohibited? Even if your intent is just to, for fragrance, not to make, not to fashion a toothpick. Yeah. And yet he says rabbinically it's prohibited. He doesn't agree with the Mishnah that if your intent is just to break open, to access the food, not to form a vessel, that it's okay. Rabbi will say that that Mishnah is talking about Mustaki means it was put together. The broken casket was repaired and put together. So since the whole utensil, the whole barrel is, is inferior. So surely he, his intention is not to make a proper opening when he's breaking it. The whole thing is broken as it is. He's breaking a broken vessel. Anyway, he put it together with glue, with scotch tape. The whole barrel is, is headed for the garbage. So surely his intention is not to form, you don't have to worry, maybe if you allow him to break it open to access the food, he may come to form. Uh, he's not going to bother and waste his time with something that's held together with band-aids and, 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 and plastic, you know, and, and tape. So therefore, there's no, therefore, rabbinically, there's no ban. In that case, there's no ban. There's nothing to worry about. Okay. Then the mission says, you can gather from the courtyard. Abelaz says, you can gather from the courtyard. You're allowed to gather from the courtyard and use as kindling. Anything that's found in the courtyard, your mind is on it, and it's prepared for kindling. As long as you don't make piles and piles. But then it has the appearance, I'm collecting not for yomtiv, I'm collecting to use for usage after yomtiv. Shimon allows, even piles. What are they arguing about? Rabbis hold that if you make piles of, of these uh, 
of these little twigs, it's going to appear as if I'm gathering for tomorrow, for after Yom. Yeah. The fact that he's, he's putting a pot on the fire, I know clearly that tells me, testifies that this kindling is for, to be used today. So there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. You're not allowed to create a fire. My time is going to come by. You're not allowed to give birth in Yom. But it says, I'm not allowed to heat up the bricks. My coffee. But it has. Because he's creating it on Yom The next piece. You're not allowed to heat the tiles. My coffee. Well, what's wrong? What, what labor is he doing? What's the problem? We're talking about new bricks. We continue in 34a. We talk about because he has to test them. So he's not allowed to heat because they may crack. Mm-hmm. Right. Others say the problem is you have to harden them. So that's considered work? Yeah, does that mean you're not allowed to cook in a new pot? Maybe it'll crack? He says, no, only an empty pot. But here, if you fill up a pot with water, you have nothing to worry about. You can even use a brand new pot for cooking. There's no, there's no problem. This opinion, since it may crack, so then you won't be able to use it. So you, you work the nyamte for no reason. That's why it's prohibited. According to the second reason, it's not maybe. Definitely, I need to. I have to harden them. So since you're improving the tile, you're not allowed. Because I'm finishing the utensil. I'm completing the utensil. So even though I'm also lighting the fire to barbecue and to roast, but since I'm also making a utensil, I'm not allowed to make a form and shape, a utensil on on Mm Yamtev. question is, are you allowed to do anything to cook in Yantiv? And you're allowed to cook, but not p- the preparations for the cook. To cook directly, yeah, this is like preparing the utensil to enable me to cook. That you're not allowed to do. The preliminaries, you're not allowed to do. According to Rabbi Huda says, you could do the preliminaries, they're fine. And it would be permitted. But if it wasn't, only if it wasn't possible to do it before Yantiv, Others say no, that even Rabbi Huda would say you're not allowed to in this case, because you're not just preparing, it's not just a preliminary to help you cook a yamtiv. It's a preliminary to form the pot which you're going to use long after yamtiv. That you're not allowed to do in yamtiv. To be continued, everyone have a wonderful, wonderful.